episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt Raggi Bastard Givenisi, and today we're talking about working in isolation. Joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the List of Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. Hey, man. Welcome. How's business? What's up? So, How you doing? That's uh, good. It's good. I, uh, I mean, we're in September, so I didn't do anything yesterday because the iPhone was announced, and it wasn't even that great, but I'm Dude. getting it. I, I'm you are getting one. it. Yeah, I'm on like a seven or something. So, oh, okay. But you have the plan, right? You pay for the monthly plan. So, so I do. I have the upgrade plan, but my phone literally completed and paid off like a month or two ago. So I, I, I don't get the year upgrade thing. I, I like own this, so I don't know what I'm gonna do with this. Oh, you? Oh, okay. Although I do love this phone. I mean, so I just pay per month to yeah, have. Yeah. Okay. My, it was 34 and change back for... Yeah. Oh, that mine's phone. like $50 a month. Well, yeah. So, so this new one looks like it's going to be 54 and change. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if I should just get the new one because it doesn't, doesn't matter for me. Well, it doesn't cost you anything, yeah. Right. If it's the same price as the old phone, it's just I get a brand new phone and I'm still paying the same amount. Yeah. Or it might be right? like a dollar more or some, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, you know what it is? It's just a pain to go into the Apple store and get it switched. Yeah. Yeah, it, is. it takes forever to like load the phone up. You're there for at least an hour, if not more. You know, uh, oh, that's right, because you have to f- switch it with them. Yeah, that yeah. sucks. And they make you sit there while the phone updates. Yeah. Because they want to make sure that you're good to go. And then you have nothing to fiddle with because they have your phone. So you're literally there forced to confront reality for like yeah. an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to get it. What, like, one day, are, we gonna, are you going to say on this show... If I ask you how's business, you're going to be like, oh, no, it's fucking terrible. I don't want to. Uh, no, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> End of episode. Is it, you think you're ever going to have that day? You know, I. <laughs> yeah. If all my affiliates cancel with me, <laughs> yeah. Google delists my site. You right. know, I'm, I'm not. I hate business because I'm yeah. out of business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, like your, your entire like building burns down. That would be the like, worst. Yeah, well, yeah. How's business? Uh, it's burned to the ground. There is no business. <laughs> it's ashes. It's ashes. Yeah. How's your I business? Mean, uh, it's good. I, I am. I am. I feel very good. I feel very light. Mm. Um, I feel like I don't feel overwhelmed. Usually, I, I'm overwhelmed by stuff. Uh, Same, but. I feel like I have my three brands and two of them I'm actively kind of working on one more than the other. Right now, Money Lab has been with this podcast and doing this marketing burst has been, you know, taking up a significant portion of my time. But once that's over, I probably spend more time on Money Lab than anything right now. (laughs) Right now. Right. Yeah. And I and and listen, Money Matters, we do. Uh, every third, every other Thursday, and hmm. so the idea is like once this month is over, we get like a nice little boost of listeners or whatever. Hopefully through the experiment, that every Thursday, so every first Thursday or every other Thursday, we record Money Lab episodes, and then the other Thursdays we record Listen Money Matters episodes. We'll do so, like ideally three episodes of of yeah. either, and 
So we'll just be in advance. We could take vacations. Yeah. Matt's like, oh, ready sound- to record. I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. And then yeah. it's, you know, easy. I mean, it sounds like a great, that sounds like a good life. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And and every other week, so we don't, uh, on List of Money Matters, we drink beer. Mm-hmm. It's part of the show. So I have to drink on those episodes. But that's only every other week. It's not that bad. Like, you know, yeah. drinking on a Thursday morning. <laughs> Thursday morning at 10 a.m. for me. You, you know, don't crack a beer at 9 a.m. on a Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, not Friday. It's, Damn it. It's part, it's part of the show. What are you going to do? Uh, and, hey, you know, I love beer, obviously. But on the, these shows, we don't. So, you know, give my liver a little bit of a break, mm. which is nice. You know, and then, yeah. What are you going to say? Gonna I say was going to say that uh, what happens, so like it'll be nice when we only do Thursdays, but I have this like habit of always having like 20% more work than I can handle. So mm-hmm. like this October, you know, experiment is, is a prime example of how I operate my life. So this once, w- probably before we're done with Money Lab, I'll have already picked up two new projects that yeah. are even more <laughs> right. time consuming. <laughs> right, right. Than- <laughs> so the, for me, it's like, if if every Thursday my job is recording podcast, that's a form of content creation. Mm. That's that's a that's a creative day for me. You know, I get to be creative. I get to be entertaining. Like that's a good day for me. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, you know, I got these three brands. They kind of they all work. They all have like their thing. What else, you know? What else am I gonna do? And it's like, hey, I can just start doing content again. Start being creative. Yeah. Like I used to. I mean, I used to like for the last year. I've been working on my business, you know, trying to hire people and and automate things and like, you know, and I'm like, can't just go make stuff, go make content. You know, you said on your business and there's like the whole thing, like don't work in your business, work Work on on your business. business. And the thing is, I've probably been doing more on your business. There's actually a lot of in the business, you know, talking with you and stuff, but I actually switched to like just doing business dev and selling yeah. ads or whatever, just managing people, and that's just really empty work. Like I it's don't, I never, em- yeah. fe- I maybe do a lot, but I never feel like I've accomplished anything. Like when I make something, like I'm like, ah, I made something. Yeah, like when you write that article for uh, how to start a blog, like which I'm sure you felt like you did something epically huge. When I birthed that, yeah, I think I celebrated and you know, yeah. I mean, imagine having that excitement all the time. Yeah. I have been so adamant about not being that person that I sort of miss being that person. You know, I miss... It's, you right. just need a balance, I guess. That's a thing, because too much yeah. of one is... I, I Yeah, which is hard. I'm never going to be able to balance shit, but I... I, <laughs> I feel like being in a business owner is being unbalanced. Yeah, for sure. But... I'm I'm kind of excited about uh, doing writing a little bit more, um, filming videos, doing podcasts. You know, having people around me help me finish those things, like not be the person who has to do all of the work. You know, for example, the, I would eventually like to hire somebody to edit the Money Lab podcast so that I can just focus on recording. And just doing the best that I can in the in the meat of the show, and then have somebody else make sure that it gets edited down. The intro music's been added; it gets uploaded to Transistor. You know, it gets published. All those things. And same with video. Like I'm excited about 
doing video, but doing the thing that I'm actually good at, which is you know creating the what what you actually see and hear, and then the other stuff, you know, uploading it to YouTube, publishing it on on the blog, and promoting it. Like those things can be done because those things are repetitive and and they can mm. be done, you know, by literally anybody or somebody whoever wants to work. To hopefully, that, soon so. like a robot or something. Yeah, hopefully everyone's job gets automated and we don't. We all have a universal basic income. Am I right? Mm. High five. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> that would be the worst life ever for me. Mm. You know what I would do? What would what? you do if we had universal basic income? You know. And you didn't have to work. So I, I struggle with that because there, when we have a really good month in Listen Money Matters, you know, and I, it's usually because I have hustled and sold things or whatever. I just did all this work. The next month, I usually have really low motivation and I usually don't do a lot because I'm like, look at me. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. And so I've learned that I always have to like structure things. So I have to run a little bit because Mm. I, I, yeah, I need to, I need to have reasons to work because by default, I'll just vegetate. Okay. Actually, I'm the opposite. I, I will always work. I don't need a reason to work. I no, I mean, I will always, I will do, I guess, uh, yeah, all right, sorry. I always need to be busy, mm. and to me, watching TV is not a form of busyness. And I, I don't and, agree with that. And you, don't, and you play video games, mm-hmm. which I kind of envy because I don't play video games. I don't, I, and it's not that I'm not good at them or anything. I just, I can probably play a video game for maybe 15 minutes and I'm super bored. Mm. But... To me, when I see people who spend hours playing video games, I just think to myself, how the hell is this How is this person able to do that? And then I realized, oh, it's a form of productivity. It's just, it's just fake. It's fake productivity, right? Yeah. But, you're, you're, but you're, the feeling of it is you're actually getting shit done. You're just, but at the end of it, you really didn't get anything done. But, you just, but you're, and you're, during that time, you are. And so... For me, it's the same thing. My video game is being on the computer, and even if it's just putzing around on Instagram or whatever, it still feels like work. It's fake work, but so, that's what I, that's what I do. So, what do you do when you have shit to do? And I think you yeah. probably always have shit to do, but you just don't have whatever that is like inside. And usually, I am I'm self motivated, and I, I will just do. I'll build all the things like the past like few weeks I've, I've really had motivation struggles. And so like the work is there, the screens on my computer open and I, I just can't, I just, I can't get going. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to answer that because I want you to write that down. If you can real quick or jot a note because I have to read an ad money lab pro you've been asking for it and i finally made it money lab pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members only money lab pro community you'll also get access to my seo monetization and blogging video courses my youtube and podcast video tutorials my lightning fast wordpress theme and so much more I did the math, and Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention, it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. 
And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. Go back and and now, like, what's that question you had? What was that question that you that okay. you had? Because we're gonna just jump right into this shit. I mean, and we're already twenty minutes into this episode. That's fine. But look, we've because, already talked a lot. Look, uh, the, and I think I had alluded to you before, and I've like said as much to Laura because I'm getting better at like understanding myself. But like yesterday, I I sat in front of the computer and had all my things open, and I have plenty of shit to do, and some of it is urgent. Mm-hmm. Um. And I just, I just can't like the, all the tabs are open, all the windows are there and I'm just not able to like begin. And I, I'm like, uh, I'm motivationally broken. I would imagine it's something similar to writers where they see that cursor just blinking and they can't write anything and it's writer's block, mm. right? What do you think that do you, do, do you have an idea of what that could be? Like, or what? Why? Why? You don't, why you feel that way? Yeah. Uh, you know, instinctively, I want to say it's it's stress related. Okay. Um, I'm I'm probably worrying about other things, so it's not. Uh, I I think I have like other thoughts clouding out my my productive thoughts. Is this particular task that you're describing, or this, this you know this specific example? Is it something that you have to do or is it something that you want to do? So Listen Money Matters is, and then Swim University is the same. They're like these weird businesses where technically uh, we don't have to do anything. Sure. Like well, now of, we don't. Now we don't. We right. did. Like, like when we do work, we're essentially like uh, farming for the future. Like the money that I'm making this month has already been decided. And likely, even if I didn't work last month, it was probably going to be about the same anyways. You know, we could, my, my, my analogy for that is we could just tend the farm, right? We have our farm. Hmm. We could just every year, you know, just make sure the crops grow, just make sure we do the same thing every year, just like maintenance mode. And we're going to make the same amount of money every year. Uh, but we don't do that. Every year we try to find we try to pack more crops per square inch or we you know buy more property and expand the the farm and it's like having a life purpose you know and and feeling useful right because i could shut down the team all expenses cancel all these like things and just like look at all this money coming in yeah but then like my thumb is up my ass and i'm right i'm no that's not worse off Right, and that's yeah. You'll be fat. <laughs> you'll be playing video games twenty four hours a day. You'll be eating Doritos off your chest. It'll be bad. Are you describing me now or what I would? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I find okay. So, so do you know if it's something that you? This particular task is it something that you? I, I all right. So I understand that the the inherently that question doesn't it's, make sense, but it's not a task. It's just like being productive is is difficult. Like so this is I, easy. All I have to do is show up and we talk. Sure, and and I would say it's fun. Yeah, I, I so, like like getting your opinion on things and yeah, yeah, and vice versa. So, what I all right, there are times when I and this is this this happens because we're 
there's no team. Mm. I mean, there's no team around us. No. Right? Well, you have Laura, and I have Steph. Right? Which, if anything, is far more complicated than... Yes. Right. Because it's, it's not Like, talk a, about the most complicated thing ever is, you know... When, well, when yeah, we, because yeah. your relationship with her isn't because she works for you, and therefore, or works with you, mm. and... You know, you you arrive at work and you can you know you can bullshit with your your people and your team, but at the end of the day, you all are there for the same reason, right? Right. But you're not in the same house for that reason. You're in the house for a different reason. You're together as a as a romantic couple, right? A married couple, and so business is sort of like you not not the driving force, right? Right. And and in some ways, it could be. Uh, akin to the dishes right you know and and some days it could be you know akin to like you're going out to do this cool fun event like it is a something that is like really exciting that and so but like maybe through a month it is all of those things yeah but ultimately at the end of the day you're alone yes you are alone you have a team but they kind of work they work remotely same with me my team works remotely i don't talk to them every day I, I'm in an office completely by myself. There is no, uh, I don't like go up and get water at the water cooler and there's people and to talk about. And your bathroom last is even closer than my bathroom. My bathroom is very close. So yeah, you don't even right. have to walk far. <laughs> no, if I just like strain hard enough, I think I could reach the toilet from here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't think so. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean like it, it, and I'm not just I look to me I find it very productive to work in isolation. I find it very unproductive when there's people around. Mm. And I'm a solo worker. Like yeah. But see the thing is is I'm an extrovert which look the reason why I'm so anti-productive when I when, the reason I was so anti-productive at my jobs uh was because I I like bullshitting. You know, doing this podcast, if if I wasn't a bullshitter and we weren't like friends and we had mm. to get a job done, we would have like eight episodes recorded a day. We'd be like monsters. Oh, yeah. Like, we, we Many times we like link up to record. We wind up just talking about our own shit. And never that, record. That we probably should have recorded. Right. If, if we had any foresight. Right. So this is my form of like water cooler time. Mm. So it's it's hard to work and have water cooler time. Um. So this idea that you have this task at hand, this project, whatever, and 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 you're just like, I, I can't. I can't do it. And it's There's not no, even a specific project. It's just like... Anything, right? Yeah. Okay. So, but, but imagine how that would feel if you were on a team of people. When you were back working at iHeartRadio and you had, mm. you know, you all had a meeting. There was four of you or I don't even know how many. And... You know, boss is like, dude, we're going to build this fucking thing, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And everyone's like, yay. And you guys all go and you do it. Is work like that? I don't know. <laughs> no, probably not. Anyways. Not not how I remember it, that's for sure. But do you, like, it, is, it, is, it an, is it a symptom of being self-employed and working in isolation? Do you think, or like, do you would you have this exact same problem if you were working at iHeartRadio? You know, um, what I think I probably knew, but didn't, you know, really internalize until I had left, is that um, iHeartRadio was like 
perhaps as low stress as it comes because we have our weekly, bi-weekly, whatever the meetings. And I, I even forget at this point. It was maybe yeah. bi-weekly. And I would, get yeah. ass- I would either claim certain tasks or be assigned tasks. And then I knew that over those two weeks, I had to do that. And so I could literally just 24-hour it for like three days and then coast it. <laughs> You know, and if I was a good teammate, maybe take more or I could spread it out. And I knew exactly what needed to happen. And I read this book called Essentialism, which is about saying no. And I was really good at saying no. So I would pretty much only do those things. And that was all that was required of me. So I just had to do that. And with the business, um, I I actually don't really have to do anything. Kind of like what we said. But I have to make all these decisions and then I have all of these things that are happening in my head. And uh, what I found is when I don't completely empty my head, you know, it builds up almost like crud on something. Yeah. And it keeps you up at night probably. Yeah. So I'm still sleeping well. But. Okay. Yeah. Um, what about. Are there are there tasks that you can't wait to do? Is there a task that you're like, you get up early, <laughs> you get up like <laughs> earlier than Laura, and you're just like on the computer because you're excited? So yeah, there, there, I, I guess that's the thing is, there, there almost always is, uh-huh. and they often are my most difficult ones or related to development things and these big, like I have all these things on my whiteboard, but uh, I, I just haven't had that lately. Lately, that motivation. Now, why do you think, do you think that's because you're kind of at the tail end of something and it's not new and fresh? You know, is it because you've done it over and over again so many times that it's just like become repetitive? Is it because you're afraid that if you publish or produce whatever it is you're trying to make, that it will fail? Mm. And you won't get, you won't see what you, you won't get what you at least think in your head you were going to get maybe at the beginning of the project or the beginning of the idea. Does any of those things feel true? Yeah, yeah, they kind of do, I guess. Um, I, I'm, I've learned through maybe through people telling me I'm, I'm very impressionable. Um, Same. Like you mean? What do you mean by that? I think I know what you mean, but tell me what you mean. Like if I told you this whole idea of this thing that I was building uh-huh. and I had been working on it for three months and whatever and I'm like super excited about it. I'm ready and I could have a conversation with you and you could you could be like, that is probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You would take, yeah. That like would... It, it would, pro- it would you'd probably eviscerate my motivation. Got it. And I might as well just, you know. I, I am, I'm the same way. I... Yeah, if you tell well, not that, and that's a negative example. But even if it, it doesn't even have to be that negative, it can be a slightly negative, mm. or it can be research. Like I, one of the I things can handle I, research. I feel like like if it's not, I don't know. Sorry, again. Well, I'll give you an example. When I was doing, I, I have two examples. But one is when I was doing Roasty, when I was creating Roasty, when I had the idea for Roasty, I was very excited about the idea of creating a website to teach people how to make coffee, and. I understood in that moment that there's probably a lot of YouTube videos and and stuff out there teaching people how to make coffee. Like I've seen a bunch. Like I know it's – 
or at least I had assumed it was saturated. Mm. And so I feel like if I were to go and do research and see like, oh, what other coffee websites are out there that I want to kind of emulate, I would find one that was so good that I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, well, I'm not doing this now mm. because look at this, this, this person made them something so great. Uh, I can't, can you know? And it's like, so I didn't. I, I actively said I'm not going to look and see what's out there. I'm just going to make my own thing mm. in the in the dark, and and I was able to do that. Uh, but and as, but as soon as I see someone else do something even relatively close, even if I know in my heart I can do something better and cooler, it's still going to deflate my motivation for sure. And I can't ride that idea wave, you know? So, but do you think it's time? Because I know that you can work on a project for a very long time. And the very beginning of that project can be incredibly motivation, motivating and fun and exciting. And then the, the more time it takes, the more the weight of it just keeps crushing you. And the slower you get, especially being by yourself, because there's no there's no one else out there going like, come on, Andrew, like two more days, like a countdown. Yeah, you're like, your you're own get... like cheerleader. Yeah, which is I think why the whole minimum viable product movement was so successful. Because it's like, hey, you don't have to spend five years or two years making mm. a product. You can spend a month making a product, put it out there, shitty, and then just keep improving on it later. You know, versus like writing a book where it might take you two years. And I think the working in isolation thing is, is incredibly relevant for authors because you, first of all, you're writing completely by yourself. Like the, uh, writing is isolating in and of itself. Yes. And if you're writing a book, what, no matter what kind of book it is, it's, it, you know, good books are usually you find out had taken people months, if not years to make versus like, I know people and even like, I know, I know I have friends and people who have written books in two weeks, mm. you know, and it's like, well, yeah, I mean that, of course you were able to, of course you were able to write a book. I mean, it took you two weeks. Right. Is it a great book? I don't know. I mean, can you know, someone write like a great your, book in two the weeks? The culmination of your entire life, you know, yeah. or say like an autobiography, like shit, I'd hope you'd be able to write an autobiography pretty easily. It's like your yeah. life, but, but you're, there's so much not, more. There's so yeah. much more. I mean, there's like sentence crafting and like deciding whether things should be taken oh, out. Oh, for I mean, sure. Like you could spend out, mo- years and it's isolating and, and it gets harder and harder, I imagine. Mm. And I think software development has the same thing because you're t- yeah. ostens- you're writing. You have this fantasy land in your head. Yep. I guess if you're writing Harry Potter, it might not yeah. be all that different. You have this fantasy land in your head that <laughs> yeah. no one can see or understand until you know, 10 years later when it's completed and on the paper right. and you're winning all these accolades. Yeah. And that and during and those it, 10 years or whatever, like you're a you're crazy having, person and yeah, everyone and you're thinks you're crazy too. Like you're having all this self doubt creeps in of like, is this going to even, is anyone going to like this? Is this crazy? Is this weird? What is this? And dude, I, I think that's like maybe the, the one thing I've understood about myself. And I don't know if this is creators in general or whatever, that you have to be, uh, like delusional in your positivity of what you're working on. Like, you know, you're going to create this thing that has probably been created before, but mine's going to be better, you know, or what I'm going to create is going to be awesome or it's going to earn all this money and da, 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 da. And nothing has ever lived up to my expectations, but it was those like lofty expectations that got it out the door. Uh You know, what about the subtle art of not giving a fuck? 
can you practice that and say, I don't give a fuck if anybody likes this or not. I like this and I'm putting this out into the world for myself. Mm. You know, I think that that is certainly something that I try to emulate with Money Lab. If I was trying to create shit that other that I that was trying to go viral that I thought other people would like, it'd be the most comatose nothing content. It would be awful. Oh, it would just for be sure. boring. But sometimes I'll put out something that makes me laugh and that's the shit that usually ends up working because it's it's so <laughs> random and weird or unique. Uh like the like the pool care rat video. Like I didn't make that for anybody but myself. I'm like, I'm doing this mm. because it's fun to do, whatever. Who cares? You know, I don't know. Like, I, and I think that that, that is so motivating for me because it's like all I have to do is please myself. And the same with the rap album. The rap album was that too. It was like I made it for me. I didn't make it. I, I actually had low expectations. I didn't think it was going to sell at all. So, well, okay. So, so I, I, hear, I hear what you're saying. And in reflecting on myself listening, I, th- I think that uh, some of that is not true. And I think mm-hmm. that's part of how as uh, like – not entrepreneurs, whatever we are, like the yeah. way that we talk to ourselves. Because you said like you made the the rap video for you, yeah. But I mean, like that 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 kind of doesn't make any sense. So you could like watch yourself. Uh, no, 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 no. Right. No. So it, it is I com- actually I completed for it. People. I completed it for myself. Right. Like so. So like it was for your personal satisfaction. Yes. Of saying that like I wanted I to this. do this. Yeah. I completed it. And also that I did this, like yes. specifically as a thing, you know, but then it's still like open to judgment. Mm-hmm. You're, you're right. I mean, to get over the um, what you're going through, the motivational thing, I think I do have a suggestion, which I think has helped me for sure. Because there's definitely like I get up in the morning and there's certain days where I don't want to do anything mm-hmm. work wise. You know, I, I or I don't have anything pl- on my list of things to do, and so I just putz around on the internet, or I end up going down some sort of like rabbit hole of research, and I go and I come up with some random idea, and I end up starting a whole other business, and then I'm like, what did I? Why did I do that? <laughs> Hell, uh, yeah, just, just, I start drowning. But I think what helps me get past the motivation thing because I think that can't drive you. It, it can't be the only thing. It's like I remember. Um, I think it was Mark Manson who said this, and then I and then I and then Steph heard it from Elizabeth Gilbert's book Big Magic, which was like writing a book or, or anything creative is like ninety percent of it is just eating the shit sandwich, something like that. Mm, where it's like makes sense. I mean, yeah, it's like you have an idea for a book and you're gonna spend ten percent of it like excited about it, but then you have to actually sit down and write the damn thing. And that is hard. It's really, really, really hard. Mm. And the idea of the MVP thing, which I brought up earlier, I a lot of what I do at Money Lab is sort of my way. It, Money Lab is my personal hack of knowing who I am as a person and knowing that I'm not very good at long-term sustainable projects. I'm not. I, I can't spend a year working on the same thing. Mm. I'll go crazy. I have to I have to switch. I have to do something else. Like, you know, hobby-wise, I'm the same way. You know, I snowboard in the sun in the We're winter very time. opposite in that regard. Like, you're a long-term 
Yeah, I mean, if you think of all the projects I've picked up since we knew each other, you could probably one but, hand. Oh, okay, but even in within that, even within, let's say, because I, I don't consider Swim University a single project. Okay, fair, there's multiple fair, projects fair. within Swim University. So, so in your case, like Listen Money Matters, like you've done so many different things at Listen Money Matters. Like you've done Simple Wealth, you've done the 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 Listen Money Matters Pro Community, the podcast is a, is that. Like mm. everything is a separate project, but the, but you still own the brand, and the brand overall is successful. That's true. It's like a bad name umbrella for it's a, a bad, lot of projects, yes. yeah. right? Which is so. I need to. So Money Lab was my way of how do I consistently do things differently, but overall still make money. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can't. I can't build one piece of software. Like focus in an unfocused fashion or something. Yeah. yeah, it is like that. And that's why I started doing challenges because it's like, okay, look, I know that I can only stand to work on a rap album for 30 days. If I had to spend a year on it, especially when I don't have a career already, and that's not what I'm going to do full time. Like I'm not you know, a, an accomplished musician who is like, this is, who's, who's, who's decided to dedicate his or her life to that. Mm-hmm. I've dedicated my life to running an online business. It's pretty much my craft, right? And so I'm only going to spend 30 days, maybe 60 days on an album, maybe maybe a little bit longer. But ultimately, if I had to spend a year or two on making an album, I'd probably give up at year one or I'd probably give up before I finished it or it would take me way longer to finish it because I would just – not it would just I lose interest I lose interest mm. and I just know that about myself and some people are not like that and so I built Money Lab to say yes you're gonna lose interest in whatever you do so do it in 30 days or do it in 15 days or do it in 60 days and then call it done and if it's something that takes off just a little tiny bit and you want to you know throw more time at it here and there you're allowed to do that as a person so so like like if I have to I don't know, get something done. Just like get something done. And I don't really feel motivated to do it. I just know, I give myself a timeline. I give myself a deadline. I give myself an unrealistic deadline, actually. Mm. And I go, hey, you know what? Yeah, this is, this, is the sh- this is the shitty part of business. But just imagine how good you're going to feel once it's all fucking off your plate. It's all done. And so it's like, you got two days, motherfucker. You got this weekend only. What are you going to do? And it's like, all right, yeah, and you, and I—that's what I do. I just sit down and I, I grin and bear it, as as they say. And I just, I hate it, and I just get it done. I throw on music or I do something, or and I try not to get up and procrastinate. But you have to make that decision prior to going into it. You have to say like, okay, I'm going to remove all emotion from this, uh, and it, it's not easy. I but if you like- throw it time on and I think it always works like hey I have two days to do this what are you gonna you know it makes it forces you to trim all the fat of what you're not you know what you what you don't have to do and you just get the thing done and then it's like cool I got it done and so, then it might re-motivate you I guess so so what works for me is, is actually similar but uh, I need like I don't I don't know how to say it. maybe like a social contract or something like if I yeah so so we um today in September, not in October, we like released an episode into the feed to introduce Money Lab and an email. Mm-hmm. Easy things. 
And actually, to be honest, Laura did most of it. Mm-hmm. But I, I dragged my ass to yeah. the maximum extent because I just couldn't get shit done. So she, she actually stepped in and helped me. But the reason it actually got done is because I told you I was going to do it. Yeah. So like, if it wasn't for that, if it was a project for me, it just would have remained undone. That is certainly some... I mean, there's that whole... Uh, I don't know what it's called. I think Thomas told me about it where you can like say you're going to you put up like money and if you don't finish the task in a certain time like donate it to like an an a, uh a charity you hate or something. A charity you hate, yeah, something like that. I feel like it's like B-minder or something. B-minder, yeah. that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The only problem is is I don't care about <laughs> money doesn't money does not motivate me yeah, at all. Yeah. Same. You know, it's like, "Oh, I lost 500 bucks." Well, at least I didn't have to do that thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, yeah, it's not, I've always had it a philosophy about money. It's like, I'll just make more. Mm. And it, that's not, I'm and I know that that's a privileged sentence and not everyone can say that, but mo- money has never been a motivator for me to start this business. It, it's always just been, I, I want to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do I, it. I mean, I'll be honest. It's in, it's like, um, intertwined into all of, my decisions, but it's not yeah. like purely based on like, no, I, I almost use it as an excuse yeah. to like justify, like I, I often refer at least in my head or to, to people like that. Listen, money matters is the most expensive hobby I've ever had. <laughs> and I basically yeah. concocted this like whole big ironic business around yeah. a hobby so that I could actually just tool, like tool around on websites all day, but, yeah. but Hey, it makes money and sure. I could, I could, buy expensive gadgets because you know it needs the business needs it right yeah i I can't say the same for homebrewing i just spent hundreds of dollars on just equipment the other day it's for batch brew i mean not batch uh, brew 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 cabin cabin. every time i think of brew cabin i think of batch brew yeah which was the original bachelor's brew (laughs) that's what it's yeah but everyone's like what's block brew i'm like "Ah." (laughs) yeah i felt the same way you could say it both ways i how, like, all right, do you have a single project that you're sitting on right now or something that you're trying to do and you can't get done? Oh, you absolutely know. I mean... It's a lasso. Well, yeah, so I want to get it out the door. You know, the developer yeah. took a week off last week. And yeah. It's just... Uh, and, and I guess it's changed over time as I've learned things. And uh-huh. so it's like, well, shit. Right. I feel like it's a lot of those things. Do you, do you know? So that is like you are falling into the classic trap of developer, like of building a product. Everyone yeah. falls into that trap of you. I mean, I look, I, I, I was part of a software company before all of this, before any online stuff. Uh, and my boss, I, I was the uh, marketing director of a, a small software company. I had a part ownership in it. And my boss was ran everything and he made he was the majority owner. And there was a developer, me, and then another uh, consultant. And my boss would be in a meeting, and he'd call us in. He goes, hey, guys, oh, you know what would be really cool if we could add this feature into the software developing? Because, you know, I I hate going to the job site and then not have, you know, just every week he was adding a new feature to Mm. this product that we hadn't, that no one had ever seen before, no one was using. And I kept yelling at him going, Dude, you got to stop adding stuff to our plate because the more you add to this, the le- you it's never going to ship. Mm. You can always add this shit later, but only add it if people. And this is like before I read anything about MVP or you know all that shit. This was yeah, just you me. You got to get it out the door. Yeah, 
this was just common sense to me. I'm like, why are you keep we keep delaying it because you keep coming up with a fucking idea? Who gives mm-hmm. a shit about your ideas? You know, like fuck your ideas. That's, that's how I say. Like, put it out. Get like do like do this bare minimum. Like, put together a knock list. You know, edit that knock list and go. Well, yeah, we'll we'll get that. We'll get to there eventually. Get it out the door, and then now you have a you know. Don't delete those things off the knock list that you edited out. What Put is those a knock on list? a just like a task list. I don't know. I I I saw it on Thirty Rock, and now I say it constantly. It's like a to do. Like I heard it. He was talking about making like things that he needed to get to N- like knock off. Like I guess so. Yeah. Maybe. Like mm. maybe I don't know what it. I don't know, but. I say knock list like just shit I have to do or I mean, you could say to do list, but or things I have to buy, you know, any any just like series of things that are required to finish a project. You you build that huge list out. You remove what you don't need to do. You get to be ruthless in that in that step mm. and then go, OK, yeah, I have a week you or you have a week and I could sit here right now and we could do that right the second. And Which? I could say, I could, just to say, like, look, what do you like? Give me the list of. Th- I mean, we can do this off the air. Mm. Give me the list of things that you have to do before you know the lasso project, whatever project you're working on. And this goes vice versa, by the way, because mm. I can say the same thing for myself. Like, let's like give me the list, and I'll sit there with you, and I'll go. You don't need that. You don't need that. And you're gonna be like, uh, but you're gonna be like, yeah, you're right. And I don't need that. Okay, you have these five things to do. Do you have one week to finish it? God, God I, I really could use that. Maybe not the one week to finish a piece. <laughs> well, whatever. I mean, you could, <laughs> but you would give me like a rough estimate, and then I would yeah. shave off a little time. Because I, I feel like, yeah, a lot of stuff gets added in. And, you know, like we, we had this talk the other day about like whether it's going to be publicly available or private. And, yeah. you know, um, I, I went away and I was just like, oh, God, this is the worst. I know. And then after a day or two, I was relieved to have all this pressure taken <laughs> off of these things that were really unnecessary. Yeah. And and that's the thing. That's the problem with working alone mm. is that. Are we you, still calling this working in isolation? I, I think it absolutely has everything to do with that because you are your own worst enemy. That's that's so true, actually. Yeah. Your, your brain attacks itself. Yeah. You can. And, and, and you. It's so easy to become overwhelmed. It's so easy. I was the other day. I'm down. I, I think I told the story. I was downstairs and I was. I had this idea for creating content on Brew Cabin, and I was like, you know, whenever I get stressed, my my arms go up over my head, and I like <laughs> st- I make these stretching noises, and and Steph's like, uh oh, you're you're you're, str- you're literally like stressed out, right? So, and it and it's because like in my brain, I'm already overloading. I'm already overwhelming myself by overloading like my plate with with things mm. to do. And it's and and all you have to do is sit down and you write the whole list of things that you have to do, and then you kind of have to sit there and go, "What the? F- what can I n- not do? Like, mm. what is crucial? What is not crucial?" And in, and that sometimes is helpful by yourself and can be accomplished by yourself. It's really helpful, even if it's somebody who doesn't work with your business, who go, oh, wait, th- who just questions you on each thing. Like, why do you need to do that? Oh, because blah, blah. No, okay, I guess I don't need to do that. But, you know, you start yeah. to, you just need somebody else to work out with you, work those things out with you. And, and, and yeah, this is the problem with that, of, of, like, you have all of this shit that you feel like you need to do. None of it you really have to do. 
Like nothing changed, but nothing will not your life will not be better, but it will also not be worse. Right? So what do you do? You're you're in a you're in the only person you're just struggling by yourself. And I would say, you know, everyone wants a this is why masterminds are so fucking popular with our it's with like our particular industry. Hundred percent and it's mm. accountability. And you and I have just never been good in mastermind settings. Mm. But guess what? This is we're literally doing a mastermind right now. Basically, you know, it's like yeah. we are this a very small mastermind. I mean, I, I've tried masterminds, but I feel like my personality type is such I kind of like like take it over. Same. Like uh, I'm I'm a, I'm overbearing in in Yeah, and you're over opinionated. Over opinionated and yeah. I'm over like know it all y or yeah. something. Same. And then the same I, I hang up and I I think I was helpful, but I also think that everyone might hate me Dude, because I was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you are describing the way I felt after every I was I was for the last two or three years since I moved to Boulder, I was going to an actual in person mastermind once a month. And some some not, some days I would come home and and I would be, I would feel really good, but most days I would come home and think, was I being an asshole? Did I? Like I can't believe I, I said that. I took, know? I take it over. I, I, or at least it, it, it seems that way to me that I just take it over because I, I. This is my. This is everything to me. Like this mm. kind, this life of business is everything. It, it's not to a lot of people. You know, people have other interests and hobbies of, in life, and like s- business is maybe a secondary thing to them. Right? It's just not. This is not a secondary thing. This is everything. Same. You're, you're like, what's your hobby? And I'm like, this. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> it's. I and I don't know if other people feel that way, but it, yeah. So to me, I take and I take everything personally. Mm. Everything, anything. That so, if someone says. Oh, you made a typo on this. You know, yeah, I, I would fix that. I, I immediately go fuck. Like, just, yeah. it's like I'm angry because it's me. It's not like oh, I'll, I'll fix it. No big deal. Like it's, I it's, made that typo. I yeah, wanted it's, it's, it like that. <laughs> it's emotional. It's tough, man. And and it's worse when you're a solopreneur. And I and and I want to. We're gonna have uh, Justin Jackson back on to talk about solopreneurship because he wrote an article. Maybe you shouldn't be a solopreneur. Hmm. And the idea being that trying to do everything yourself maybe is not healthy and not uh, productive and obviously overwhelming. And But let's talk to him. But let's talk to him. Yeah. So that's I, – I would say that – I will sign up for my post-recording therapy session. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, what I had on the list – as my as our episode thesis, I think we went on a on a tangent, but I think it was all related. I wrote, "Does working in isolation actually help to increase productivity?" When you're on, when you're on, and and I have you read Cal Newport's Deep Work? I haven't. I think you would really like it. Mm-hmm. I think you should read it. It's very short. Did you read his other one? Well, uh. <sighs> Mm, probably not something you can't ignore or something like that. Probably no. I forget. Uh, but yeah, so deep work is about basically working. 
it's the opposite of you know how everyone likes to do co-working now it's like a real big popular mm. thing like oh open space like everyone can talk to each other i would i can't go to a co-working space i'll be so distracted because i go to a coffee shop i watch everyone order coffee yep and just yeah I'll do that or like somebody walks by or someone sits down. I'll have a conversation. If I go with somebody else, I'm talking to them the entire time. Everybody who says, do you want to go co-work? Yes. And I just know that I'm not getting shit done today. Only if there's That's- a seat in the corner with that I could put my back to, you know. And I can't even do that because it's like, oh, I want something to eat at the <laughs> thing. It's like I went, I went co-working last week and I just go because it's, it's, to me it's social. It's a mm. social time. And I just make the assumption that I'm not getting anything done. Or I pick a task that requires very little, uh, you know, like answering emails maybe or something that doesn't require deep, focused work. So I think that's it. So so I could do that stuff well, like at a coffee shop, but dev work or anything yeah. like that, I, I, it, I can't. Yeah, any creative work I can't do at a coffee shop. Mm. Can't write at a coffee shop. I have to be, yeah, it has to be something like, oh, just, you know, scheduling shit on social media or some, like, you know, nonsensical thing. Right, right. Uh, so I, I was going to talk about, you know, does working in isolation actually help to cre- increase productivity? I believe it does for me. It may not for everyone else, but for me, certainly, because I never was very productive at work because I'd talk to everybody. I'd had, but I, I think maybe the, the catch to what you had said is like, I'm super productive alone, but I maybe need people to say like, don't work on these things. Cause yes. like the question is like, are you being productive if you're working on shit that you shouldn't be working on? That's you could be true. getting an enormous amount of garbage done, you know, Yeah, which I definitely do. I mm. definitely get an enormous amount of garbage done. Same. So yeah, we need to be each other's accountability partners, I think. And I was going to bring up, Walter Isaacson's book, The Innovators, mm. which I read, and they he has a quote in here that I found. It was like, innovation comes from teams more often than from a light bulb moments of a lone genius. And Bell Labs, the people that basically invented, I think, the phone or the transistor. Like the everything transistor. that we care about. Yeah. They pioneered the open co-working space, like, and I don't mean co-working space like we work, but an open workspace where open there were no plan where I could shout over like, yeah, next to me and whatever, yeah, because it facilitated teamwork and that idea that uh, innovation comes from teams and not from like one single person going, aha. Mm. So maybe genius comes from even if it's just the two of us or maybe, uh, hey, we're about to talk to Thomas on something we call Tam Time. Maybe a genius idea comes there. Who knows? That would be knows? nice. That would be nice. Uh, but other than that, that's, that's, that's all I really had on the list to talk about. And I think we covered it. I mean, look, I think it's – I enjoy working in isolation. I enjoy working with the door shut, headphones on. But you're right. I could be isolated and working on something I – shouldn't be working on and i won't know that until i'm done and go ah shit (laughs) so it is helpful to at least have someone to keep in check with if not multiple people Mm. and 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 i don't think that shouldn't be somebody you pay it should be somebody with your best interest at heart but maybe not somebody on your team because if they're on your team and you're the boss you're the boss and so 
there's there are probably a, some things there. that you shouldn't, you know, like yeah. maybe the work they're doing doesn't need to be done. They probably won't tell you that. Right, right. And if they do, you hired somebody excellent. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, because I definitely have that. You know, I've, I, mm. I use, when I talk to Michelle, I ask first and then it's, uh, do we need to do that? And it's like, eh, no, we don't. Great question. No, we don't. So, yeah, it's important to have others around you, at least at those moments. Mm. But I like deep work. So Deep. Deep. I want to thank Graham Mack or Graham, McGauch- Graham McLaughlin. And I believe I'm saying McLaughlin right, even though to the average person it's spelled McLaughlin. 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 Yeah. I believe it's McLaughlin. Could be wrong. And I believe it's pronounced Graham as well, even though it's got a couple of E's in there. Uh, but there's a reason for that, because my middle name this week was Raji Bastard, which is Scottish. Raji, which is spelled Raj, pronounced Rad G. Uh, the word is used to appropriately. The word is used appropriately when referring to someone who is a tad rambunctious or loopy. For instance, he is raggy, would suggest that he is as mad as a hatter. <laughs> oh my god, that is okay. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Graham, for that for the middle, new middle name. I like it. It is. Uh, it is cool. It's cool. Scottish name. I've never. Uh, had a Scottish middle name yet, so perfect. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about on this show, please email me, matt at moneylab.co. Also, feel free to send me new middle name suggestions from all over the world. That would be excellent. If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts, and leave a review. If you really, truly like or love this show, tell your friends about it, point them to your favorite episodes, and hopefully they'll become a subscriber as well. Andrew, Yo. we will, we will uh, schedule a little bit of time that is not interfering with our recording time. Yes. We can't do that anymore. To help each other out with our knock lists of things I, we should do. I think that sounds excellent. Yes. Thanks for listening. That's it. Bye-bye. Please tell your friends about this show.